What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, coming to you with another episode of The Founder's Journal, my daily audio diary made public for the world, where I talk about the most important thoughts, lessons, learnings, wins, and losses behind the scenes at Morning Brew. Today, I am talking about community. It is potentially the most cliche word of 2020 in the world of media and beyond. And we are going to demystify community as well as the benefits and the challenges of community. Let's hop into it. So I think where we need to start with this is defining community. Because I think if you were to ask 10 people in a room, what is community? They would have 10 different definitions. And I also would argue that a lot of people call things community that aren't community. I'll give you an example. A lot of people will say, you know, that artists or celebrities or brands have, you know, rabid followings that are communities. And I think the important thing to ask yourself there is what is a community? And does it mean if, you know, a band has loyalists who come to all of their concert, uh, concerts or tweet at them on Twitter, that is considered community. So here's how I define community. And I would love to hear from my listeners if you would define community differently. My definition is ongoing in real life or virtual gatherings that allow for many to many communication among a group of people that have some shared background, interest, or belief. I think the most important modifier there, which is one that people do not keep in mind when they think about what is the difference between loyalty, community, fandom, obsession, is many to many. I think so many brands have fandom where the brand interfaces with individuals, with their individual customers or their fans, but there isn't necessarily an opportunity for fans to interact with other fans. And I think this many-to-many -many aspect of community is what makes community community. So I think the, the second thing to talk about is why is community like you know the, the hottest thing since sliced bread? Why is everyone talking about building community? Why are we talking about this kind of combination of community, content, commerce? Why is everyone trying to build their own community, potentially build paid communities, especially when communities have been around for literally thousands of years? My view on this is that there are more tools than ever before that allow for digital community gathering, but also we've hit a point in time with technology where many kind of points of behavior for a consumer have been seamlessly connected. So there was a recent piece written, um, I believe it was by Hunter Walk, around communities and kind of the intersection of content, commerce, and community. And I think that's a big thing that technology has enabled communities to be connected to consumption, whether that is from a purchasing standpoint on the commerce side or from a information consumption standpoint on the content side. And so I think where technology is now, that there's seamless connection between things in community and things out of community is what has made it extremely exciting for brands. I think also generally in the world of media, media is a very crowd-driven industry in the sense that when a few people start talking about something, you know, whether it was social video, whether it was podcasting, now it's community, people generally get very excited about it. I think the other part of it is now that we've been in quarantine or shelter in place since the middle of March, 
I believe people are longing for community more than ever before. And so I just think also that the infrastructure is in place and hasn't been in place for some time for digital community to thrive. But I think appetite for partaking in digital community during a time when people feel more lonely than ever is probably something that is accentuating this as well. And so I want to give a quick example of what I mean uh, about content community and commerce being connected and more seamless than ever before. The idea is that, okay, you're, you're in the community. And I'm going to use the example of Soul Savvy, which is a community that I'm a huge fan of. It's a paid sneakerhead community. And this isn't necessarily an interaction that's happened in their community, but I think it shows the connection between community, content, and commerce. So you're in the community, you're in a Slack channel, and you see another sneakerhead mention, oh, you can read a piece of content where Hypebeast did a review on the new Yeezy drop. You go read that piece on the new Yeezys, you think it's really interesting, you have your own take and review on the shoes, you go back into the community and you discuss the Yeezy drop with fellow sneakerheads in a sneaker community of people who are really passionate about sneakers like you. And then in this discussion, another member brings up the fact that they think there's another pair of Yeezys based on your feedback that you would love. They drop in a link to StockX and you have the ability to just click on StockX, go purchase, and now you've been informed to make a smart commerce decision based on feedback from a community of like-minded individuals and from an original or initial piece of content that you consume. And I think it's just important to level set with ourselves and say, community is not new. Community is literally as old as time. And it's, it is kind of the, the most instinctual need that human beings have, which is to feel a sense of belonging. And I think given the broadness of my definition, we've seen community come in so many forms from religion, to exercise like CrossFit, to hobbies or hobbyists like Harley Davidson's community, to professional communities like YPO. But I think the, the important thing that I want to hit on in this episode is that the excitement around communities needs to be measured. Technological innovation doesn't have the same benefits for community as it does for media. So if we think about media, and when I say media, I'm saying in the broadest term, the ability to deliver information to an audience. Media benefits from technology a ton. The marginal costs of distribution have gone down to zero for anyone on the internet. The internet is now the paper route for the newspaper. And so anyone in the world can create a piece of content and have that content be seen for effectively no cost. It's incredibly powerful. And it's what give, gives Morning Brew a ton of leverage with our media products to create the same products, but get them to an in increasingly large audience every single day. But when you think about community building in the technology age, it has limitations that deleverage the value of the internet that is brought to something like media. The first is that communities have negative network effects. The larger and less intimate a community gets, the less valuable its membership is. This exists in digital communities and physical communities. So on the digital side, there are membership or paid digital communities that I'm aware of that they have a rule for themselves where when they get to, you know, 1200 or 1500 members in a Slack channel or a Discord server, they actually create another instance of it. They won't let it get above 1200 or 1500 because they, what they've noticed is when they get to that point, they start seeing an increase in the number of complaints from members saying the, the conversation feels diluted. 
So that is an example in the digital form. In a physical form, there are so many examples, but one example I'll use is just like the country club model, right? Country clubs have been a lot around for a long time and members of country clubs pay a lot of money for the country club to not get too crowded because one of the reasons that they joined the club was to play on a course that they wouldn't have to be waiting to hit every single shot. And so I think this idea of the negative network effects of community take place in a digital and physical environment. And the issue is, is that technology generally is what some, something that enabled the scalability of life or of activity or of behaviors in a way the physical environment did not. But this is where that's actually potentially hindered by the negative network effects of community. The second part is communities also require far more investment of time for members to feel the right amount of status in the community. So this is a big thing. Everyone in a community wants to build status. They have a mental leaderboard in their head of how they are perceived by the community. And I believe as you build status, that is what increases the switching costs of you deciding not to leave the community because you've done so much work to build that status to then have that all go away if you leave the community. But the issue of that is it means it also takes a ton of time. And what that means is unlike for newsletters where say people will sign up for you know, one to six newsletters they read on a daily basis, and then another 20 newsletters they get into their inbox and read periodically. I believe communities are way more limited in terms of the amount of attention or time people will give them and how many people will give a chance to actually join and partake in. I believe that people will pick the one to two communities that most align with their dominant identities and join them. So for me, you know, I would say the things that are the most dominant parts of my identity, one is, you know, entrepreneur or startup founder, and maybe another is avid skier. I think I'd be very hard pressed to join many more communities outside of two that put me close to people in those two buckets, because I simply don't have enough time to build up the social currency and the connection that I would want in more than one or two communities. And so I think for for community builders, a big question becomes, how do you become that one to two communities that people will allow themselves to join and to truly engage in? And the third piece around communities and the challenge of communities is they take a ton of work to moderate and to manage. And a lot of people, companies, brands are not willing to invest in community management from day one, which is why so many communities fizzle out. I think a lot of people assume you open up a Slack channel, you put a bunch of people in it, and the conversation will just naturally spiral and turn into something really special. That is not how it works. You need to be focused on management of the community and a strategy around that from day one. You know, to finish this off, I am an absolute lover of communities, but I think it's also important in media, but in any any industry, when things are in the zeitgeist and there's kind of the shiny new object, I think it is incredibly important to have a balanced perspective when thinking about that new thing in order to evaluate if This is an interesting business opportunity for you. What are the benefits? What are the costs? And does it make sense given the investment you want to make and who your audience is? Well, thank you everyone for watching The Founder's Journal. Would love to hear your take on community, how you define it, how you think about building it, the risks, the rewards of community. Shoot me an email at alexatmorningbrew.com and tomorrow's episode, I'll feature one or two of the most interesting responses that I get. One request of you is to go leave a review for the Founders Journal and Apple podcast. Thank you everyone for joining and I will catch you tomorrow. Take it easy.
take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.